You know if you uh, go to vacation over the weekend and you forgot to take your garbage out? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what the garbage starts to smell like. Yeah. It, it tastes like the way garbage Don't sniff smells. it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. That is hands on the worst thing I've ever tasted. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Uh, let's get ready to Sit your hands down on the sofa and tune in for today's episode. And remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Yo, so uh, Dan's pissing, and I'm just gonna start recording without him. So this is you watch, I listen. We're gonna do, yeah, actually recording. Uh, I'm gonna do a live read for um, ladies and gentlemen, bros and broads, and gardeners of all shapes and colors. We are here to tell you about our favorite drunk podcast, Fudge and Fudge's sorry, Fudge Shots and for Podcast Fudge and Friends. Drunk and Lucy Goosey, the Shots for Podcast Likes, available on all, all capital podcast platforms, iTunes, Stitchers, Spotify, and Google at shotsforlightpodcast.com. Don't drink alone. Drink with the Shots Podcast. All right, now I'm going to give him a real read. Ladies and gentlemen, bros and broads and genders of all shapes, sizes, and colors, we're here to tell you about our favorite drunken podcast, Fudge and Finn's hashtag Shots for Like Podcast. Fudge and Finn and friends come into their studio to talk sports, video games, movies, shows, and of course have a few drinks to get loose. The hashtag Shots for Like Podcast is available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Follow them on Twitter at Shots for Like, on Instagram at Shots for Like Podcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Shots for Like Podcast. The longer you wait to listen, the more shots you're going to have to take on your own. Don't drink alone. Drink with Fudge and Finn. And I got to apologize. I had a scheduling conflict. We were supposed to be recording with them tomorrow, um, and I am unable to. And thank you to Fudge and Finn for both being very understanding and very cool about it. Um, I think our tentative plans right now are October 5th. I, I, I need to check. It's a Friday, um, which is usually when we record. Ow! <laughs> That's what you get. That, what are you doing? I'm in a really bad mood. Tonight. Well, I think I, I want to start out the show by no, have, no. I want to start out the, the show show's over by having a very good laugh, like a good ha 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 ha. <laughs> Do you know why I'm laughing, Ralph? Why, am why I are laughing? you laughing? Because why are you laughing? the New York Jets <laughs> gave up the 635-day loot. Well said. It? Well Six, said. 635 days without a win for the Cleveland Browns. Um, Baker Mayfield looked great. I took such great joy in the Jets losing as I always do but this was extra extra sweet and do you know what the second longest losing or what is now the longest losing streak in the NFL Giants no the Houston Texans who play who this weekend oh the Giants <laughs> so both New York teams may uh, succumb to the longest losing streaks but it's still not as bad as I mean the Jets losing to the Browns I mean the Jets first of all if there was a team, there were two teams that could have been candidates for us, the Lions or the Jets. <laughs> or the Chargers. I put the Chargers in there. Because the Chargers That just, was their last win before this, the Chargers. It was the Chargers. Yeah, it yeah. was the Chargers. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was great. <laughs> Maybe It was happy. also a very fun game. Um, so, props to the Browns. I'm very excited to see where they go. Um, so, do you want to just jump into our reviews in. from Let's last just week? just jump in. And then I have a bunch of stuff. I kind of think we're a, like a little loose right now. I have a good amount of stuff. Yeah, I think I'm going to smoke a marb. You want a marb? <laughs> a marb? Yeah, I have marbs. We like marbs. What what type of marbs? What do you Reds? Think? Yeah, the manly marbs. Come on. 
I want to know. So I got All this. Right, I'll smoke a marb. I got this pack. We'll do it in a minute. I got this pack of marbs. We were out for our friend Lena's birthday this past weekend, and I it, I don't like being in bars all the time, and I got cramped up, and I just said I'm gonna go out and get some fresh air. So I'm out there. I'm smoking my jewel like a fruit, and some random guy who's at the bar by himself listening to headphones. He asked me if I have a lighter. Who? Wait, wait. Who wears headphones at a bar? Exactly. Um. So he's like, "Do you have a lighter?" And I said, "No." And he starts asking all these other people, and I've never seen so many people come in and out of a bar, and that many people not have lighters so i was like hold on i'll go get you one so i went to the landlord inside and i got a lighter from her and he's like honestly dude i only wanted one cigarette you can have the whole pack and i'm like i don't really smoke but now i have a pack of marbs and you can't you can't call yourself a man if you have a pack of marbs and you don't smoke them even if it's gradually you gotta smoke them wouldn't you agree no. Yeah, well, you need a marb. Come on. You didn't even do the lucky? <laughs> like you're, no, I'm an adult. I don't need a lucky. I don't want the lucky now. You're ruining it. No, no I'm making it better. <laughs> it's not going to taste that, any different. How, you know, that's how you prevent cancer. <laughs> if, you flip, if you do the lucky. You should have told some people I know. <laughs> I don't, don't make that face. I'm not talking about anyone particular. <laughs> Grow up. God, just because sensitive things are happening doesn't mean I'm general. I'm being general here. Grow up. General grow up. <laughs> General grow up. General grow how. Uh, um, you missed grow how last night. I, uh, he came. Grow how came by. God. Yeah, it was just for a little bit. I didn't even get to say bye to him. I actually hit him up as I was leaving because I decided to stop at Wendy's and I can't go to Wendy's without thinking about Justin. <laughs> Yo, so I um. When, it, when uh, I ran to, because we ran to a bunch of people, we uh, we had a service. Yeah, we had a service. Uh, for a family member of a friend last and night, and I ran up to uh, Sal Gia how Giamanco. You, Giamanco. Yeah. And I look at him, he looks at me, and he makes like that like Sal face. Like, yeah, yeah. hey. He's like, so I, I know you, but him, I don't know you. And I went like, I know you. And he goes, I know you too. And we shake hair. We're talking for a good like 45 seconds. He, he didn't goes, remember your name. What's your name? <laughs> he, and I go, Ralph. He goes, okay. okay so, and he walks away. So now I feel better about my relevancy because he saw me and he goes, is that Dan Perosi? So now I feel a little better about myself because I have very little, I have very few victories in my life. So um, before we go into that, I want to also give a shout out again to Lobo Sound. Uh, Vince at Lobo Sound has been hitting me up with some Yo, great, Lo- great, Vince is one of my favorite people. Go, go to um, go to his website, what is it, Lobo Lobosound.com. Sound. Go to lobosound.com, pick up the uh, Bobo EP songs of a uh, humorous nature, and they're working on the songs of a festive nature. The, yeah, the Christmas album. Oh, which I, am, I'm, I am so pumped Yes, for I'm very excited. Uh, Bobo told us today on Twitter that he misses us, so I miss you too, Bobo. Um, hopefully we'll see you soon. Um, now that uh, the Mets are out of it, um, but at least we're going to get a nice DeGrom Cy Young out of it. So why don't we jump into our picks? Um, I would like to go first. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give this album my very first five-star review, The Offspring's Offspring. Are you legitimately? I, I loved it, man. I, I okay, so the Full disclosure, I, I told you I had heard, heard it before. There was, I think, everyone uh, in our age bracket from ages 8 to 12 when The Offspring really blew up in 99 with Americana. You became an Offspring fan. Yeah, you, oh yeah. You, how could you not like Pretty Fly for a White Guy and you couldn't dislike Why Don't You Get a Job? And, even though it's a ripoff of the Beatles, it's a great song. It's a full rip. It's a full ripoff. Um, so I wasn't as for, I wasn't as familiar with this. I am Smash Americana. What was the one right after Americana with uh, the original prankster? Conspiracy of one. Yes, and that wasn't that bad either. It was okay. I, I kind of dug that. I liked the original prankster. That was a badass song. It was goofy for well, what it was. Um, in my review, I wrote up by the time they because Smash they were a parody of themselves. Smash almost. was a huge mm-hmm. album, but. Smash was weird because it was huge, and then they went away. Yes. Like, it was like almost like- Yeah, there was five years one. between them. And then Americana, which I think is the one album everyone thinks Everyone relates of, them to. They know the They're album like a cover. novelty band at that point, yeah. and people forget they actually made real music at e- one point. Exactly. And so, again, this is their debut. Is it an album or an EP? I guess it, it's an album. It's an album. Yeah. Um, it's just called The Offspring. 
Uh, the, my favorite thing about it is that, and I've said this to you before with an album like Cut Copy that you gave me, I was like, I didn't feel any fun when they were recording it. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no joy. What I heard with this is guys that were really discovering something that they loved doing together, specifically. Like, they were all, there was a great chemistry, even if they were off at times. They, and they were off a lot. Yeah, it, but it works, because it, 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 the sound of it is raw, it's gritty. The opening song, right off the bat, Jennifer Lost the War. What, I think that may great, be, great song. That may be my favorite Offspring song. I, literally, when I heard the first song, look, I gave it a five, and I only had to give another five out to know that I love this album, and my other favorite song on it was Beheaded. And the main reason I love Beheaded is it had a very much of a Misfits feel to it in the songwriting, uh, the structure. It's very much like a raw punk rap, uh, punk, punk, punk rap, punk, punk, rap. punk rock album, uh, kind of almost in the vein of uh, Cheshire Cat uh, from, Gre- uh, Gre- who was that, uh, Blink-182 before the oh, yeah, Ranch. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like that. It's very raw. It's very gritty, um, but it just had such a good flow, a good feel. It is a truly, truly enjoyable album, a very easy listen. Um, it made me rediscover why I liked The Offspring for a long it time. It doesn't sound like a band that's going destined for greatness, though, and that's what I like yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, no, it, I, and I think that's part of the, the pleasure of it is the fact that it it is it wasn't trying to do too much. It was tr- they were in their lane. They knew what they were good at. They didn't put any heavy-handed sap songs. No. Um, they had they sounded like they were having fun. You could start to hear the early roots of things like "Pretty Fly for a White Guy" because there were some just like fun, goofy lyrics in there. Yeah. Um, there's some songs where the music is high quality, and there's some songs where the music is low quality. And but like, it doesn't like, diminish the album or the song. There's a bad chord here, and I like when bands. Yeah. I like when a band keeps a mistake yeah, in the album. It, it makes it feel more real to me. It sounds like they just said like they only took like five cuts to record it like to actually get the final copy of the song um so i uh, there wasn't a song on here i disliked uh i literally have to give it a five because even if there was a song that i only gave a three it did nothing to impact how much i love this album start to finish um it it, like i said it's making me go back and listen to other offspring it's making me listen to smash it's listening to americana i still think smash is their best album Uh, that's kind of that's like a hack answer because it's it probably is um i think you know you could there's a difference between uh someone just asked me the other day um and i know you're not a diehard green day fan but i'm a huge green day but where do you cut them off though like, where, where's your cutoff for them? Like, are you a fan of American Idiot? I love American okay, Idiot. Okay, so someone asked me the other day, what is their better album, Dookie or American Idiot? And I said... Completely different albums. I, well, I said, okay, so I like Dookie more, but from a musical standpoint, a structure standpoint, the better album is American Idiot. That was at the, their most mature, their most structured, their smartest writing, but what would I rather listen to is Dookie. Dookie 100%. Yeah. So that's the difference. Like, The Offspring, al- the album The Offspring... I probably like it more than Smash, but Smash is a better album. Yeah, no, um, I, so I hear you, what you're you kind of get the idea of what I'm saying. They actually uh, have a song that, and I've never heard it before, and I'm sure I could just find it on YouTube at this point. But before YouTube became big, and you could just find any correct. song on their original pressing back in '89, they had a song called "Kill the President," which got taken off for obvious reasons. Oh, well, I wonder and, why. Was Kathy Griffin on it? <laughs> and uh, oh, now now would be a hit. Yeah, now, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, it probably would be a hit. And then people, it's just a performance art, dude. It was my First Amendment <laughs> rights. But um, so for the longest time, I was really curious about Kill the President. I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. I'm sure I could find it now, but yeah. I'm really curious about it. And apparently from the reviews I've heard, it's a shitty-ass song. Like, it's not good. I, I would imagine it's I like I like a good, like, uh, mysterious or hidden track like, or whatever I legitimately don't remember the last uh, Green Day, or Green Day, Offspring song that was like a single like um, I, they had that. Um, I don't know if you can. I forget assume. what it's called. Uh, the one that went. Um, you're gonna go far. Oh, the one that dance. Fuck that song. Sucked. Oh, I hated that. That yeah. was like where I was like, this is where I'm kind of done. That's record- what, with conspiracy. Uh, the one that had. Um, 
Uh, fuck, what was it called? Uh, hit that. That album's where they all. That's where the bottom oh, fell out. Oh of yeah, that. yeah. Do you remember when they were? They were in uh, two movies. I remember. They were in Monkey Bone. They had a short cameo in the movie Monkey Bone, starring um, one of the all-time great actors in Brendan Fraser. And they had a, a somewhat like a big scene in um, Idle Hands, which I love Idle Hands. You ever saw Idle Hands? I haven't heard of it. That, it's uh, Devin Sawa. Is Seth it Idle Green. like I-D-L-E? Or yeah, Idol, it's, like, it's like... about the whole premise of it is uh, Idle Hands of the Devil's Playground, and his hand gets possessed by a demon, pretty much, kind of thing. Say hi, we're on Facebook Live now. Hi, Facebook Live. Um, so... Uh, again, this album, I, I got to give it five stars. I, I truly, truly enjoy it's a, it. It's a surprisingly fun album. Yeah, no, it, uh, that's And they probably... don't play any of those songs live. Like, they're not... Even Offspring fans, like, I don't think it's, like, one of those, like, cult classic I albums. should ask uh, Adrian, because uh, Adrian was just telling me he... He took his son to his first concert, and it was uh, The Offspring and 311, but he only stayed for The Offspring. I hate 311. Oh, 311 sucks ass. I, I People, when they tell me they like 311, I instantly have a different opinion of I, them. Uh, I don't disagree. <laughs> so, again, right. I give a five-star review to The Offspring, The Offspring. Um, that was, uh, I got I got to give you props, man. You killed, yeah, it, I, you killed it with that pick. And you know, that one was just kind of a spur of the moment. I need an album for Dan. Uh, and I, that was like one of the last ones I was listening to. I was like, oh, I'll just go with this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, and the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, I really always forget about this album and how much I really like it. Okay, so you gave me Whiplash. Yes, Whiplash. Okay, uh, so, sorry, Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, and, and um, um, the guy from Mad um, About You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the doctor from uh, the Stranger Things too. <laughs> You're okay. right. Absolutely right. So, um, first things first, I really like the movie. Cool. Um, J.K. Simmons' performance, great. Deserve the Academy Award. Yeah, amazing. Um, but there's one thing I hate about it. All right, what's that? It's not the movie's fault. It's nothing in the movie's fault, but there's one thing that made me hate the movie. What's that? Your asshole statement, some movies play checkers, this movie okay, plays checkers. Okay, but it's true. No, I'm talking about the mind games, not the movie oh, itself. fuck you. No, it's true. It, what you're talking, a hack comment. It's not a hack comment. You compared them to fucking Green Day, The Offspring. You did the same shit in yours. I you did the same kind of thing. That's a band from yeah, the but, same genre. Okay, okay, uh, not from the same genre. Let's be fair. Um, One's not a jazz quartet was, okay. and the other's a fucking hey, folk band. Hey, dickhead. I was comparing the Mental Warfare. He wasn't playing little games. He was setting up his moves he, four steps ahead. Was he not? No. And with he was that a, closing scene, did he not set up for yeah, a perfect yeah, checkmate? Yes. Like that's that's what I'm talking about. The Mental Warfare was so far advanced. It was a. It's, I, a, who, it's who, a great performance. I think it was a pretentious, okay, so, stupid ass comment. Oh, oh my god! From a stupid you're ass supposed person. to get pretentious comments when you're leaving reviews. Reviewers are critics are pretentious. You're not a critic. You're I Dan. Am a critic. I am a critic. I have an opinion. You're about critical everything. about everything I, except I, the Offspring. Apparently, I absolutely. Am. No, I, I'm not critical on the Offspring. That's a good point. <laughs> the two things you like: the Offspring, Offspring, and fucking Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> Why do you always go back to Tom Cruise? Okay, because fine. you're talking hey, about Tom Cruise welcome, all the time. Welcome to you watch I listen, where Ralph is going to give four albums no one's ever heard of, followed by one people have heard of. Is that accurate? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm giving you a tool. I'm giving you the tool album with the alien priest thing on it, whatever that's called. Lateralis? Enema or whatever. Isn't Lateralis? I don't fucking know. <laughs> anyway, Whiplash. So let's go back Let's go okay. back to serious about just so, the movie itself. Um, I really now. liked Whiplash a lot. Um, I don't put it in the top tier movies you gave me. Me and, uh, me and the fiance were talking she about it. She texted me and told me she loved it. See, she, she gave me a different... So she said she liked it a lot. But She said it was she, one of her favorites that I've given you so far. So she's making an asshole out of you on the air right now. She did say it's one of the better ones you gave me. She seemed more critical of it than that, though. Okay. A um, couple things that she said, and I don't quite agree with her, though. 
She said it's the same movie as The Wrestler, which I fully disagree with it. Yeah, I don't see I that under- at all. So It's not a character study. The only two things different uh, uh, that I see similar is an obsession... Bordering on um, a obsession. Yeah, good one. <laughs> well said. Good improv, Dan. <laughs> Keep smoking those marbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Max Mom. <laughs> By the way, did you see the new Always Sunny? I just watched it last night. Let's get into that after. Oh. Let's stay on track. I, yeah. I, I want to actually so, talk about that. Um, other than that, that's the only similarity I could see. Um, it, one, I, more similarities to Full Metal Jacket, just in the the, boot, the drill sergeant boot camp kind of thing. I actually felt that it was like a sports movie, yeah. very similar sports movie, where you have in place of the coach, you have the band leader, you have the person who's giving it all, and it's just not good enough, and you have to go, you have to cut everything out of your life to be the best. Yes, I agree um, with that. By Facebook Live, we're going on Instagram. One now. problem that I not a problem I had with the movie, so it's not a demerit to the movie, but one thing that I struggled with is. There's no real likable characters in the movie, which I don't think is a bad thing, but it's one of those things where you have to overcome that mentally. I think I agree the with kid's that. a little shit. Yeah, he I hate him. When he started getting smacked, I felt bad for him. At the end of the movie, I, I would have smacked him harder. Well, what's what's funny about that, and um, I got to figure out how to go on live Talk on about Instagram. a kid that has no game, too. I don't want to. Yeah, oh my God. He had zero game. Um, so you said, uh, the, the char- well, that's not saying much, is it? We should remake it with Colucci. <laughs> um, let's go live. Uh, and some weird guy just went live. Um, so how you were saying there's no likable characters and I think that's uh, the one dad, of, the dad's, likeable. the dad is likable. Um, he's, thing, he's got a real I, small I, part though. I, yeah. I think one of the strengths of the movie is the sense that you, f- they start at the movie making you think you're supposed to like Miles Teller's character, Andrew Neen. Yeah, I could um, And then as you see his obsession continue to grow, it's like, this kid's a little shit. Like, he's obsessed, and it doesn't make any sense. But how you just compared Whiplash to a sports me, movie... Go ahead. How you compare... Oh, what do you do? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. How do you go back? He sucks ass. I'm not giving you my password. Pause. There you go. Um. So, the thing with... I just did it again! What is wrong with you? <laughs> this kid, he has an iPhone, and he keeps fucking locking it. Grab it from right here, you because little your hand's shit there. dick. <laughs> you um, watch, I listen. Um, so... <laughs> How you just compared it to a sports movie. That's actually a really good point. Why don't we just put it on the fucking stand? Because it doesn't go up tall. And on Instagram and Facebook, if you go like that, I noticed after the fact last week that we were sideways the whole time. <laughs> so um, that how you just compared it to a sports movie. Um, one of the podcasts that um, I've talked to a lot, they're awesome podcasts called the Dare Daniel Podcast. And if you guys haven't heard them, they get dares on Twitter to watch bad movies and then review them, which is a really clever idea. Um, and they did a thing. What is your favorite um, like sports uh, like big game ending, and that's what Whiplash's ending was. And the ending is, I'll, I'll say the that. ending's brilliant. I the love the ending, ending of the movie. The ending was so it, <laughs> the ending bordered on being horrible, but it was perfect. It's yeah. So if they did it any other way, if he fucked up, if he walked away, if he made an ass, or if, if he got they, like a standing ovation, they, whatever they would have done. Other than what they did with it just ending. It would have sucked. It would have sucked. And it's, that's where it's similar to The Wrestler yeah. too, where it gives you... Ambiguity. It's a man at his peak, and you wonder what's next. Well, it's also a man that he he was defeated for a moment there, and then he came back as like one last fuck you. But mm-hmm. also at the same time, there was um, this admiration between the two of them. And and, and that's, that's the one thing. I don't think it was a problem with me, but it was an interesting choice we did where they humanized J.K. Simmons' character, which I... I don't want to say I dislike it because I'm not one of those people where yeah. we glamorize. But I'm not one of those people, mm-hmm. okay? But it's very hard to have someone where he's a villain, he's a villain, he's a villain. 
He gives you his motivation, but I don't like his motivation. Correct. Usually, if you have a villain and he's sympathetic, you go, I understand. I may not agree yeah, with either. I didn't, multi-layered. Yeah, kind of I thing. didn't see. I just saw an asshole. Yeah. So the fact that they humanized him, I thought was an interesting choice. I don't think it did the movie disservice. It was just I didn't expect that. I, I think the, the thing that I, I, I disagree slightly because I kind of like that is because you saw Andrew Neiman and Miles Teller's character go from completely despising this man to hearing his side of it and then suddenly being like, I get it now. I get it. And then he brings mm-hmm. him back and you get to the ending thinking like, you know what? Maybe this is going to end with them having a mutual respect for each other. And all it is is one last fuck you because you cost me my job, motherfucker. And... um. And it's cool. He comes out, come out, comes out of his shell at the end, and he has his moment. So I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, I think J.K. Simmons. He's the only problem with brilliant. it is, and this is the only problem that I had with the movie overall, other than personal opinion, is it suffers from dark. Pass, um, pass it back now. Let's see. Go it ahead. suffers from Dark Knight, where one character so is above everything else in the movie. Where scenes where he's not S- in someone it. Someone goes. Dan said the f word. <laughs> Brad dudes. <laughs> So who's Brad uh, Dudes? Um, uh, trash garbage guy. <laughs> so, so um, when one character is so above the next, scenes that he's not in, even though oh, they yeah, be absolutely. Good scenes, and Miles Teller's good, but J.K. Simmons is just so he's okay. Yeah. And and you know he might have actually been good, but he's so overshadowed below Simmons that it's like Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Gary it's Oldman's almost like great. Hank, it's um to put it in a baseball comparison, Eddie um. Eddie Matthews, Hall of Famer, great, but we don't really know how great he is because he's in Hank Aaron's shadow for his entire career. That's a great point. And it's hard to really gauge it. I like the movie. I put it in, if you put the Looper, the Wrestler, wrestler, um, Death Sentence, Death death Sentence, (laughs) Draft Day, Draft Day, you put those in the top tier, I put in that second tier. I'd say, you know, three out of five, maybe uh, 3.25, but Simmons' performance may be the best of Eddie. He was next level, and um, there were some, like I said, there were scenes where when they first see how much of an asshole he is, where I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, I'm actually uncomfortable. Let's see if you're in the front just because you're cute. Yep, that's why you're in the front. And then when he brings in the other drummers to compete, and they just go for seven, six six to seven hours nonstop, and then watching Miles Teller's obsession border on to life-threatening when he's driving, going to get his stick, and then the accident, which you saw coming, obviously. The yeah. second he got in the car, I'm like, oh, he's going to crash. You, th- you expect him to cl- crash? Or you expect- I actually thought he was going to have like a panic attack and like pass out on stage yeah or exactly but, yeah. Um, but watching how he just morphed into this asshole and he was being nasty to a kid who was his friend beforehand Conley the other drummer um, oh yeah I forgot that he and, was friend and then uh, I, I, I like jazz so the music was, was music awesome was great. the it music was, was great it was a great atmosphere for the movie um, it's based off uh, Buddy Rich a lot Grow How Likes Your uh, Sweater by the way um, Jules. Run the Jewels sweater. So a three, you give it like a three and a half yeah, out of five. Yeah, it's um yeah probably the most unique movie you've given me. For sure, that's for not sure. like a science fiction. Um, like the most unique real movie. Yeah, you've given. Me. I agree with that. So I'm glad we both had picks that we enjoyed. It was a very easy week, and you watched it earlier in the week than yeah, you usually so I do usually as well. Watch either the day of if I can, or the day before, so it's fresh. Um, yeah, I actually finished my uh, grad class, so oh, I have congratulations! Time Did final. you fail? I got an A. I kept my 4.0 going. Um, so Improv is yes end, and I just went no. So do you want to just uh, jump into our picks for this week, and then we can go over random bullshit? Different, yeah, little bit yeah, of a different yeah. format? I, I, got, I got some weird stuff for you okay, this week. Okay, so why don't I, I jump in and give you one. Now, I okay. actually wanted to ask you. What's up? Um, 
Well, first off, when we talk, I talked to you about Whiplash. I wanted to give you the other movie, and you said you wanted to watch it Don't, on your own. I, yeah, I, but are you actually going to watch it on your own? I'm going to. Okay, I we'll really see. We'll there's see. a few movies that I I know have you on. have. You said the same thing with the Blade Runner 2049. You still haven't watched that? Then give me Blade Runner 2049. I'm not giving you Blade Runner 2049. Okay, Dan gave me Blade Runner. I'm not giving you Blade Runner 2049. We had an agreement on how we were going to do that, and that's for a later episode. Um, so I want to ask you. Okay, I'm going to give you two options. Okay. Um, there's a genre that I've never given you before, and then I want. Then the other option is a very recent movie. So I want you to pick. Give me the genre. genre you'd okay, I'm going to give you a documentary. And this is going to be a documentary that is up my alley of fandom, just like yours with uh, An Honest Liar was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, this is related to pro wrestling, but I wouldn't say it's a pro wrestling documentary. Oh, I think I know the, the one. The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Thank you. Um, I'm big on that one. You've been so, recommending that yeah, one for a while. The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Um, obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, it, it's going to mean more to you. But it's I know it's, enough about it. He, he's such a pop It's Yeah, I? Jake the Snake was a hugely popular wrestler, but it's mostly about struggling with addiction and overcoming addiction um you and he jake the snake was one of those popular wrestlers of the 80s and 90s um who is honestly he's one of the loose in, um stories about the wrestler it's loosely based yeah. on him in a lot of ways and you see jake the snake at his absolute lowest like they show a video when he was at an indie wrestling event like in a farm don't be a dick you're ruining radio <laughs> um yeah it says ralvaleka joined wave um so he's at like an indie wrestling show that's like in a barn right and are you live now too? <laughs> Asshole. Sent a request to go live. Um, he's at like an indie wrestling show in a barn and he is completely fucked up. Probably drunk and on crack. And he starts taking out his genitals. Like Good. it's his it's snake. really ugly. Um, he goes to live with DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. Scott Hall comes to live with him. Uh, Razor Ramon, for those that don't know. The one, two, three kid? Um, they, Which I one's the one, two, three kid? That's not that's Sean Waltman. That's not Scott Hall. Oh, he was part of the NWOND Generation X. Um, so I think this is one that I've recommended to a lot of people that aren't wrestling fans and they loved it. It's a, it really is a powerful documentary. I like a good documentary. It's, it's going to make you, there, there's certain scenes and especially if you've ever seen addiction up close, whether it's alcoholism, um, opioid addiction, anything like that. There's some things that are really going to resonate with you. And I, I remember watching this with some friends and some a friend that had re, was recently actually in rehab and it, it meant a lot to him. Mm-hmm. And then it, it it starts to promote the the DDP yoga, which is a phenomenal program, and it shows how it turned his life around. Um, so I really, really think you're going to like uh, Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Yeah. And I believe it is available on like Amazon Prime right now. So we're okay. going to log off uh, Instagram Live cool. now. Peace out, guys. All right. right. So I'm actually mixing it up a little bit. I'm giving an album I recently discovered that was recommended to me by someone else. Okay. Who was it recommended by? The Fiance. Oh, never mind. So, uh, (laughs) is it brand new? Okay. Brand new. What album? Brand new. The (laughs) album's called The Offspring. Diddling Kids. (laughs) So, um, last summer, me and the Fiance, I think I've said this before, we gave each other. Got engaged. We got engaged, yes. (laughs) There's the end. Uh,. Whitney Houston. Uh, 25 um, albums, our favorite 25 oh, albums. Oh, yeah, I remember. And I listened to uh, all of hers, and she listened to one of mine. So, <laughs> you know, just a metaphor for our relationship. Absolutely. Do so, the laundry. Uh, do the fucking laundry. <laughs> so, um, one that she gave me that I was really surprised how much I liked it, No Doubt, Tragic Kingdom. Okay. Uh, I've right. always liked No Doubt, but I've only known, you know, the stuff they what play on the radio. What year was this? Which, what? I think it was 90... This is when they were good. Tragic it was. Kingdom. It was their first, like, big album. Okay, then I've I've definitely heard it before, but not mm. since I was very, very young. Yeah, it has uh, has mil- most of the No Doubt songs that you know are on. It's Spiderwebs, um, Just a Girl, whatever. But there's a lot of great filler, and I put that in quotation songs on there. I was surprised how strong of an album was, and I realized that No Doubt actually... 
they kind of are pigeonholed. They, you know, they have a female lead singer, so there's going to be people They got that, compared to Sublime and 311. They're better than Sublime. I would agree um, with that. Yeah, Sub- you know how I feel yeah, about Sublime. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Sublime, they fall into that um, Nirvana category where they're, they're held in a certain prestige because of how young the singer died. Sublime is more the lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. The than, lifestyle. Yeah. It's absolutely. like Jimmy Buffett. People don't really like Jimmy 1, Buffett. That's a great comparison. Yeah. So. They like what he represents. Absolutely. No doubt. Really fun album. I randomly will put it on and be like, why am I listening to No Doubt? And then like three or four songs and I go, oh yeah, because it's actually a damn good album. Yeah, 100%. Um, um, it's a little long. I don't think it's a double album, but it might be like an album and a half. Um, the fiance has it on vinyl and I think it's um, one and a half um Yeah, because I think um, people that are our age and are probably a little bit younger, they only know the the back end of No Doubt and they they probably Hella know- good, they, that kind of They shit. know Gwen Stefani better and I Gwen Solo stuff is trash. And, but no doubt, but it's not for us. That's, no, of course not. She, I, she I, found I, a great market and a great niche, and she she ran with it. And yeah. God bless her. She was also married I'm, to that scumbag douche Gavin Rosdale, who I fucking hate. <laughs> um, but now she's with some country singer, so she doesn't really upgrade. Like a lateral move. And oh, oh wait, no, actually, I changed my mind. I'm giving you Blake Shelton. The mm. album's called No Doubt. <laughs> if you ever gave me a country album, I would just say um, the show's over. I would never. I would never give you a. I'd give you a real country album. I wouldn't yeah, give you any of this. school I can deal with. You give me some fucking... I mean, Johnny Cash. Yeah, Johnny or, Cash. You know, um, my favorite town's Alan Benzan. Jackson. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Kenny Rogers. I <laughs> hate Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers sucks. The Gambler. You want to listen to that? Oh, God. No. Fucking. Okay, cool. I hate how Kenny Rogers of Pictures. Nickname was The Gambler because of Kenny Rogers. So, no doubt, Tragic Kingdom. Um, I, I actually really dig that because it's something I'm familiar with. I def- One of my best friends uh, growing up, his sister was like a diehard No Doubt fan and Gwen Stefani fan, so I heard it all the time. But she was really getting into like the newer Gwen. Like this, I don't need to know how to spell bananas in the song. Leave I'll tell alone. you this: I never misspell bananas like that song. That's a good point. So thank you, Gwen. <laughs> um, so you're just talking. It, this is going on the same subject about your 25 like albums. Yeah. Have you seen people on Facebook recently doing the whole like um, 10 most influential albums and tag someone? Uh, it's so a bunch of people tag do that every summer. A bunch of people tag me in that, and I never play no. those things. Like there was ones recently, like most influential TV scene. Didn't we get t- tagged in like uh, tag your uh, your boyfriend or girlfriend who means the most to you and you uh, you and me kept getting tagged at each other. I know. <laughs> so um, the landlord and I were having a discussion like what would your ten most influential albums be, and um, I, I it, it was actually she struggled with it more than I did. Mine was pretty like cut and dry because I thought about my developmental stages with music. Um, there was a couple that I was a little weird leaving off. Like I have to put Slipknot's debut album on because that really influenced my taste mm-hmm. in metal and my favorite band. Um, System of Down Toxicity is one of my most played albums. Yeah. Uh, Tool Enema has to be on there. Nas Ilmatic, Marshall Mathers LP. And that's when I have to start getting like a little weird with it. Like, am I leaving off? Um, like, there's great Bruce albums that but, I leave off because. But is it your most influential for thing, shaping yeah. your taste in music? Like, Dookie, I have to put on, I have to put Dookie on there. Dookie, Dookie would definitely when I, be on When there I started for me. doing playing music, that Dookie album meant everything to there. me. So that would be like my six. You and, know what would be on there? Like, random things like my dad would listen to, which got me into classic rock. Like, Fair. the Eagles had a live album. It's an awful album, but he used to listen to that Got all you time. into the Eagles. That probably would be on there just because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have discovered Zeppelin. If I didn't discover Zeppelin, I wouldn't have discovered Hendrix. Yeah, you know, that sure. kind of thing. Um, That's an interesting... I, I Like, I was thinking about bands like I love Taking Back Sunday. Their second album got me into that mm-hmm. genre of music. I was completely closed-minded to it. And then I think about bands like Silverstein, who were heavier, and they mixed in Screaming, and that was more up my alley. Um, I'm thinking about Pantera. Like, how can I say a vulgar display of power is one of my favorite metal albums of all time. Um, it, it's a very tough conversation. Best metal of a uh, cover art. 
Yeah, oh, I agree 100%. It's a, one of the best album titles ever. A line from The Exorcist, like uh, a key line from The Exorcist that was overlooked before Metallica that as well. would probably be on there, but I don't know which Metallica album Yeah, that's another there. thing because their first four are so... Probably, you know, the one I probably put on is Ant Justice for All, I which is my say, least favorite Just, of the big but albums. In, influential-wise, that's it's, the one it's that got incredibly me in important. I loved one and then I listened to um, shit. I, like I said, Tool being on there, I don't know about A Perfect Circle. I don't want to put too... Oh, Nine Inch Nails, I'd have to put The Downward Spiral on there. Or The Fragile, which is one of my favorite there's double couple, albums. There's a couple albums I've given you Oh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Blood Sugar yeah. Sex Magic would have to be. That made me want to play bass. Um, so I think that's a really interesting conversation. You want to do that for next week? Yeah, why don't we do that? Yeah, 10 I Most can... Influential and Why, um, so we have a little more time to think about it. Don't, uh, we, don't, we don't need to go deep with it. Just no, no, just like, like exactly. Like where... I'm sure. I, I guarantee you and I probably will have two overlaps. Okay. Green Day, we've both said. Yeah, Green Day, we both know yeah. is on there. Um, you know what'd be on there? Weird Al would actually be I, on there. I, you know, I actually... Weird Al, and I, I was telling the landlord, the first album I ever bought with my own money not that I think it's a great album but it was the first one that made me want to spend my own money from like fucking doing chores was Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe and it just it was so cool at the time because it was cool artwork I knew some white zombie and there were these songs with these simple fun lyrics especially being a young horror fan it connected with me in that way so and then I think about Misfits album there's so many things I can go back to and I'm not even thinking about classic rock I'm thinking about my formidable years I would actually need to go through my old iPod and see my most listened I you know what actually even better for me inside I have a couple books with like CDs in it still where I can actually look at them like CDs that I've had for years CDs I've had to buy multiple times because I fucked them Party up all the time. like Power Man five thousand <laughs> when <laughs> yeah there, is that a band you haven't thought of in a long time I forgot Power Man 5, yeah lead singer existed. is Rob Zombie's brother in fact oh um, wonderful yeah I know so okay cool so that, I, that's a fun thing for I next got week. some for you what do you got for we me? we haven't done this in a while but I want you to watch a video okay. So, why well, is it up. you blowing a horse? Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. I just happened. To have... I was gonna say, if it's not, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> okay. So, quick question. Sure. What would you say is often considered to be the greatest movie of all time? Name just a couple that would be The Godfather, there. Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane. Okay. Citizen Kane. Who Who do you think of when you think of that? Orson Welles, right? Of course. Okay. Judy Garland. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> who else are you going to think of? You know what? I, I need time to pull up the <laughs> fucking video, so I'll just <laughs> Who do you think of? <laughs> fucking Brando? Like, what the fuck do you want me to say, asshole? Here's the video <laughs> I want you to watch of Orson Welles oh. filming a... Did you see yeah, this? the wine when he's been drunk. When he's drunk off his ass? Yeah, Can we just watch it? Cause yeah, go ahead. Play we'll, it. We'll put it on our page. I've been dying. I Wait, watched. Did, this didn't video. you hear when they they played this on O and A once and they did a riff on it? Uh, you know what? Maybe I've that seen that might it be before. one that over. You might. There's still O and A that we. There's come O and A. Sometimes. You know, I might have missed that one. That's a fucking. You know what? I. That's how I found it. I've uh, discovered the um, Sam's a furry clip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead and play. Right, and this. I'll turn I'm, your mic up. Don't talk into it, okay. so you can actually hear it a little better. Go ahead. It's not He's, picking up anything, so it's just us giving commentary it's then. Through, it's going through my headset. Actually, no, I can hear it. Yeah, but look at the recording. No, it's a, sorry, cut. There you go. Yeah, really? Orson Welles is drinking water. One, two, take two. He's just standing there. Oh, oh the French champagne has <laughs> always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Parmesan. <laughs> Inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne. It's vintage dated. So poor my son. Citizen Kane getting drunk at a commercial. Action, please. Ah, The French 
Champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. <laughs> no one's going to hear anything because you're laughing like a jerk-off. Inspired by that same French excellence, it's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So poor massage. <laughs> this is like the famous I Love Lucy, though, the Vita Vita Benjamin. So I was walking around the apartment. It would be dead silent. The fiance would be on the couch like reading a book and I'd just go, Oh, <laughs> the French champagne. He sounded like Terry Shava. I... <laughs> I must have watched that video. I can't believe you've never seen that, man. That's fucking never great. Saw it too. But wait, here's the best part. I found um, clips of him, like ones where he wasn't shit-faced, and you don't realize how drunk he is till you hear him with the regular ones. Here's a 1981 where he's not going, Oh, oh go ahead. Massage Chateau in California. Almost every night here, there's a wine tasting party. Experience how drunk he actually was. Every every syllable perfectly enunciated. He's, he's a great speaker. Oh. Orson Welles was known for his speaking, and like, <laughs> oh, oh. yeah, we'll post that clip on the Facebook and Twitter because that, that is that, that is, is literally it is a classic. It's an all timer. How much do you love? Drunk celebrities. It is one of oh my. Oh my god! When there's videos of drunk celebrities, it's it, it is. I want to kiss uh, you. I was gonna say I the think team about, struggling. I, I could care less about the team struggling. He is a throw. He's a passer, not a thrower. I, I want to kiss, kiss you. <laughs> All right, oh. cool. Let's jump into some other stuff. Um, right. I, got, I heard some uh, news that will upset you based on your um, personal beliefs. Um, someone you really care about that's done a lot of work that you're a fan of uh, is saying he's going to move to Canada. Who uh, who was that? Michael Moore. <laughs> get oh. the good riddance. Like you know. I don't even get to get a political thing. What a jackass he is. <laughs> like I please go. Okay, can, can we can we can we stop what? the the Ralph's a liberal thing? Because I I can't fake Dude, it for this. So, I hate him. It's so funny how many people bite on that. The, we have to we have to break kayfabe here. He's not a liberal. I'm probably more liberal no, than you. No, me and him actually will get into debates all the time. And I would say neither of us are one side or the other. Yeah, we both uh, lean a certain like, way. Like, for instance, we'll talk about, and I want to go too deep into it. We'll talk sure. about gun control. And you and I, you were probably you're not left wing on it, but no. you and I, I'm like, ah, eh, you know what? I'm a little more on the right. You're a little on the left, and it's very, you know, yeah, my, we I up. make one comment about Gran Torino, and all of a sudden I'm at the women's rally. <laughs> yeah, that's actually accurate because you, you came off like a little cuck then, soy boy cuck. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 we gotta go to the. <laughs> yeah, it's always sunny always last sunny. night. Okay, first off, when I saw that it was the gang beats Boggs too, I was I like, I knew exactly where they were going. But with the it. fact that they made fun, they they did an all women's reboot, and they made fun of all women's reboots, it, but in a grounded way, saying like, let's do something original, which has been our argument the entire time. Do something different. Don't make fucking Ghostbusters. And they fucking crushed it last night. That episode was that, hilarious. It was better than the first Wait Boggs, which is a classic episode <laughs> well, in its own. It, I was talking to my buddy Aaron about this before. Is there a bad episode that features Artemis heavily? <laughs> Artemis is one of the best peripheral characters in any Dude, show. I um the part that made me laugh the hardest is when they walk into the bathroom and fucking Frank is just there and the waitress is like, I need to break Dennis's record. Just pop it in quick. <laughs> she says, pop it in. Doesn't it say like feminist AF on his shirt? Feminist AF. This season's been I, I love the season. I premiere. did not like the last season I, at all. I, I know you I didn't. didn't I liked it. I liked it more than the one before it. Um like the Hero or Hate Crime episode I thought was brilliant. Yeah. That, that, that was a brilliant a episode. One. I feel like they had too many of those outside the box yeah, episodes. Fair. None of them were bad. But I think you can do maybe but one or two of those the, per season. The season premiere, they did such a good... And by the way, I don't think we said we're talking about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> um, 
um, oh! the, way, uh, the way they um, they kept everyone in the dark. I thought Dennis was gone until the last minute of the very spoiler alert. Dennis is back, but that would they it's a fucking method. Doll, the doll is so creepy. Why'd you bleach it if you didn't have sex with it? <laughs> and now Mac is. Just, it's. Uh, I could honestly say and it's uh, one of the funniest shows, called, if uh, not the funniest. The name show. of the episode. Uh, the name of the bar is. If you haven't seen the show, uh, Patty's Pub. Patty's and Pub. It's, the name of the episode is Make Patty's Great Again. So you automatically go, okay, one way or the other, they're going to do Trump. Almost no, no Trump. They make no fun politics. of liberals and conservatives for like five minutes, yeah. and then it just goes into a sex talk then, for de- some and reason. And then when you finally get to see what Dennis's room is like in action on the second episode, <laughs> it's the, it is the most grounded show in things that people get in trouble for making fun of. You know what it is? It's almost like South Park with that. Where Absolute very few comparison. shows can make fun of these topics and do it where you go. Huh. The gun control episode, but brilliant, brilliant. Uh, the gas crisis, all these things that they've done. The hero or hate crime episode was so brilliant because it showed one, literally about thirty seconds of being poignant, and then they instantly went back. And it, it constantly makes fun of itself with the the transgender uh, woman that Mac oh. is in love with. The way they handled that, going from making fun of it to being like an accepted thing, they are probably the smartest show next to South the, Park. The gang solves the North Korean crisis. It's just, it, it is such a. It, it, I would say, in, as far as funny shows for me it's in my top three of I, comp comedic shows Chappelle shows number one still. I think there's maybe one or two episodes that I would buy the gang past. cracks the liberty Bell. that's horrible and then um, uh Frank's uh Frank's brother that one sucks I one of my favorite episodes is Frank's little beauties Frank's little beauties what his <laughs> my buddy told me the same his guy ne- his nose is broken well, my buddy Aaron told me for Halloween he's going as Frank in that episode <laughs> he's gonna cut his hair like that that's what you and the uh the fiance should do you should be Frank and she should be D <laughs> like Ugh. she has the blonde hair, so she could do it. Dumb. You'd have to cut your hair if you do. Would you do that? Cut no, your- because it's two weeks before the <laughs> wedding. Two weeks before the you're there with that I, fucking. I do commit <laughs> the horse horseshoe haircut <laughs> that you did yourself. I, you know what I just thought of a great Artemis moment oh, is the shit. episode where they want him to do a classy back room and they open the door and she shoved the wine bottle up with <laughs> and go, take it out, take it out. It's just, it, it, it's always sunny. It's literally, oh. it has to be. We're not saying anything people don't know. No, it is it's wonderful. It, wh- where would you rank it in like comedy shows all time for you? Like Chappelle show is my number one. No matter, I don't think there's two funnier seasons of any show ever than the two it's seasons of It's either three or show. four. I know the first two are Arrested Development's number one. Fair. Uh, Simpsons, just because of its impact Legacy, on these yeah. two. And then it would either be King of the Hill or Always Sunny. I don't know which it's, one I'd for put me, on. For me, it's like Much it's, different it's Always shows. Sunny. Chappelle's show, like I said, number one. Um, I like Chappelle's a lot. I, I, I love Ricky my... Gervais's office. I love his office. I think is brilliant. Um, I love The League. I think The League is, if, especially as, because The League is very It's Always Sunny-like. A lot of improv. They're all friends. It's a different... You know, it's more slapstick. It's way more slapstick than I just it's don't sunny. particularly Fair. love No, I, I get it. And there's people I know that don't like it. You know what it is? I put the league is comparable to me as Trailer Park Boys, where Fair. there's no real depth to it beyond what it is, but it's funny. It and makes another, you laugh. You know what? I just, we just talked about this the other day, because he was on Boomer and Geo for some reason. Tom the Tom Green, Green show was so next is... level. I would love to go see his stand-up next time he's in the area. I don't, you know what it is? I don't know what to expect. Though. Does well, he tell one, jokes? Do you know what my thought of him is doing stand-up? Is one on the show, he was like at that resort in like the Caribbean, and he gets on stage, and they're all excited, because it's Tom Green. He goes up, and he just goes, Ehh. For 20 minutes, he's, he's, he's in, you know what it is? That's he's, an episode he follows a hermit crab on the beach and just speaks French to it. He's almost, you know what it is? He's almost, and this isn't, it doesn't do it justice. 
He's almost Andy Kaufman with some of the yeah, things well, he, he does. Yeah, well, he was like, trolling right on the brink of the social media boom. He was doing a re- like real trolling, following the pizza delivery guy around and then coming with the tackle box if, filled with pizza toppings. If, um, <laughs> if Tom Green came out today, I think I'd hate him. But the fact I grew up well, with him makes me love I, him. I also think it's because there's so many people like that. Like, we see all the videos of people in stores, like those yeah. douchebags like Logan Paul who are doing Ooh. dumb stuff, who Logan Paul wants to fight in the UFC well, now. Oh, good. Dana White said today, if I let him in the UFC, I should be arrested. Is he going to fight Kebab? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. I don't care if he you wrestled in high he, school. Um, he was Stop like, calling him Kebab. What? Oh. <laughs> kebab. Um, <laughs> shut up. Oh, what, what else do you got? Um, uh, so I had a couple. Oh, I had a couple. I had a, I had a couple. <laughs> um, okay, so um, in sad news for you, um, for the first Michael time Moore in their in, no, in their in first time in their franchise history, the Yankees had to watch the Red Sox celebrate winning the division uh, in the Bronx. However, there was a moral victory because um, only one fan of this a certain team proved to be dumb enough to do this to himself. The Red Sox fan decided to jump up on top of the Metro North train, reached up and grabbed the power lines, electrocuted, dead. <laughs> Go. Oh. One less fan. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I have nothing to even say. I know. I was hoping for that. I, I feel bad for the guy's family. Do you? Yeah. The Red Sox fans. They don't feel bad for you if you died. Think about it. I don't know. Probably do. No, they, they're from Boston. You're right. Everyone, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you shit yes, on Boston more than anyone I know. No matter what, you can't acknowledge Red Sox players are great. Yeah, Fuck but Dustin Pedroia. Okay. Tell the story, but let's flip it that a, uh, just do the story again. Um, a Red Sox fan after they Fuck yeah! yeah! Fuck him! He's dead. Go fuck! You know what we need to do? Another 350,000. Woo! Go Yanks! <laughs> Pinstripes! Retuspect! <laughs> Retuspect! Is that better? That was better. Um, I hope his family does it too. Like, fuck yeah! Like, what a, what a, like, you imagine this whole family of Red Sox fans, like, you're celebrating, popping the champagne, and then you get a call, hey, your son, um, he was probably had an extra chromosome and he jumped on top of the Metro North. And I would just be mad that I didn't get my train home because he oh, killed man. the power going to it. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! I, I was hoping. Go Sox! You gave me the 1918! Exact- curse is reversed! Uh, oh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot who I'm pretending to be. Yeah, exactly. I mixed it up. Um, okay, so some movie news. Space Jam. Yeah. Space Jam. Space are, Jam. are you excited for Space Jam too? I am, but I thought they've already announced it like three times. So it's been, <laughs> I feel it's like been, they announced it every is, few years. This was the first um, like confirmation. It's been uh. it's been rumored for a while. Like Obviously, it's been in the work for a, works for a while. But what is surprising me about the announcement is how people, adults, are saying, no one's going to go see it's this. It's not for you. It's a fucking Bugs Bunny movie, dude. Dude, the kids today don't know who the fuck Michael Jordan is, and that's half the reason there's a debate about the who the greatest is, because to them, LeBron will be the greatest. Just like kids that were slightly mm, younger than us, Kobe was the greatest. So why are adults complaining that the movie's going to suck? The- was Space Jam some kind of Oscar winner that I forgot? I love Space Jam, but is it some kind of Oscar-winning movie that I forgot that it won awards? I think uh, Bill Murray got a uh, best no, supporting no, actor. No, you're incorrect, actually. It was Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. <laughs> oh my God, best- and Larry Bird was uh, nominated and, as well. And uh, Bill Murray was in the what, movie, though. What other basketball players do you think will be? You'd have to think that he's gonna have Dwayne Wade in it. Okay, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, will be in. Carmelo will be. Is it gonna be the same plot? I hope they do the same I, plot well, shot I, for I, from shot. From what I understand, they're trying to convince Michael Jordan to have a spot in it, which I think would be I nice. Don't. But think he's such jo- a cocksucker that he wouldn't Good. do it. He's too busy gambling. Um. Um. Okay. Would it be great? I if they're go just, see, I'll go see in the theater. Would though, it be great sure. if they're just like, 
busts like Greg Odin, <laughs> Smush Parker. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Kwame Brown. I love me some Kwame Brown. Oh, yeah. Poor Greg Odin. No, didn't he beat the shit out of his girlfriend? Did he? Yeah. Oh, oh, poor Greg. <laughs> He's got a ring. Adam Morrison. Adam, oh, my God. Adam Morrison has one less ring than LeBron. <laughs> That's sad. So, um, yeah, I, I figured we'd be, we're excited for it because we acknowledge, like, Space Jam is such a piece of our childhood. Remember how big that movie here's was when we were kids? Was there anything like it when we were kids? It was weird. I, You know what it is? It was the it was the nineties. If there's a one movie to choose from the nineties, it Space might be Jam. Space Jam. Have I ever told you about my brother going to see Space Jam? No. So my older brother Rob, I think it's the first time you and I have ever talked about Space Jam. What are you Jam. talking about? Your fiance the fiance had a Space Jam birthday party. That's a fiance. At your house. Was I there? Yes. Huh. We yeah, there was a lot of Burger King. No, no, it was Taco, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, that's I right. Bought, I bought two hundred dollars for the yeah, Taco I Bell. I put a Mexican pizza under <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the land landies, uh, landies. <laughs> yeah, Courtland. <laughs> what time? Courtland I'm, I'm missing all the names up. Courtland Sutton. <laughs> I'm a little buzzed right now. Um, you know, wait, wait, my wait, boss wait. was forced to drink. You're a little buzz. Yeah. Do a uh, do an ad for Paul Masson champagne. The friendship. Can we can we just have that drop available? Yes, I think we need that. But um, so my older brother Rob, my oldest brother, he I only heard about this like when I was like 16, 17 years old. He went to see Space Jam in the theaters with his friends, and they were trying to sneak a bunch of beers in. He was wearing a trench coat, so we had like a ton of beers, but he dropped acid beforehand, and he's like. He he hates talking about the movie. Like he gets mad if you bring it up because he freaked out. He freaked out. He Has goes, he seen it since? <laughs> yes, because this is the best part. <laughs> I got it for my niece for Christmas one year, <laughs> and he, he, she opened it. He, and she like I think she watched it with me once, and she's like, "Oh yeah." And he, I just look over, and he's like this, just staring at me like a dare, a death uh, gri- gaze, that death grip, De- death grip, death sentence. And um, he he's like, I just remember yeah, he's fr- winning for nothing. Good. I was just, he was like, I remember just freaking out, and I'm like, why is Bill Murray playing basketball with Newman? And he was. Nothing th- in the movie makes any no, sense. No, I can imagine that's a movie you could have a very bad acid trip about. So, Space Jam the 2. The movie is a bad acid that, trip. That's true. Space Jam 2 is coming out. Um, we didn't have to talk about it last week. We had to talk about it off the air. Um, I wish you had a PlayStation because you so badly. I do need- have a PlayStation. PlayStation 4? Oh. You so badly need to play that Spider-Man game. <sighs> Dude, I can't tell you how much you would enjoy it. I do want it. It's so much I might get, fun. You know what it is? I might get it post. Once we're done saving the wedding and stuff, I might. Well, yeah. I, I, I might just splurge. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not a bad idea. Although, and, I really do I really I, want the new t- Nintendo. I want the new Zelda. You can get both. Okay. And you gotta, Buy um, me one. You also, I mean, you're going to get Red Dead when it comes out, I'm assuming. Um, is Red Dead? It's not PlayStation exclusive, right? I don't think, I don't so. think so. That would be very, very poor business decision if it was. Um, so Spider Man is literally probably the most fun story mode game I've played in forever. Um, it's such the map is gorgeous. It's literally New York. I've City. seen clips. I've it's, seen it. It plays so well. And what it made me want to do, and I just did it in the last week, is I revisited the original Spider Man movies with Tobey Maguire. And I, the first two, they. They're they're dated technology wise, but I love they're still fun. First the, one, I, I the first one I don't think is that good. The second one's okay. I love a uh, Doc Ock in the second one. The guy that plays him, Alfred Molina is amazing. I need to give the second Ock. one. I've only seen the second one a couple times. I've seen the first so, one a bunch, and I I don't like the, the first thing one that you have to embrace with it is who the director is, and that's Sam Raimi, who his game is campy, and it's very very campy. Now the arguments would be, what are the better Spider Man movies? 
Um, I think the first one with Andrew Garfield was great. The Amazing Spider-Man. Wa- that's my favorite Spider-Man. Um, the, did you see the newest one, Homecoming? No. It was ama- amazing. Better, I have to watch it, was, it for it was, the Marvel. It I have was, to watch all the Marvel movies. Yeah, exactly. Which we should probably do when this... I think we do that leading up to the next Avengers film, and then we just go see it in the theater. Yeah. Um, but um, the one the the one with Andrew Garfield, I thought, was the best, in, the most accurate interpretation of Spider-Man. I thought the villain, um, Dr. Connors, becoming the lizard was amazing. Um, and it, but, you know what it was? It was the most. It felt the most like a superhero movie. We yeah. haven't superhero movies now, and this is going to be so poorly described. They don't feel like superhero movies. They feel like there has to be a perfect amount of fan service. You need to do this. You need yeah. to be a storyline. Easter People eggs. Be, yeah, like the Amazing Spider-Man. It just felt like a superhero movie. Yeah. and I like that. And what's funny is that it, it really was only there to stop Disney from getting the property. They only did it again because if they didn't, then the rights reverted to Marvel, which is why they kept making X-Men movies. But those are reverting to Marvel now as well. Um, now are the X Men movies? You know I don't they're care. not being remade. No, I, I don't care. No, um, but uh, no. So the Spider Man stuff, uh, the game. If you guys have not played it, and you have a PlayStation Four. You gotta run out and get it. It's broken the record for uh, fastest selling exclusive PlayStation title by like a, a long shot as well. Um, I have some other stuff. I don't know if you had anything. I actually else. I got one thing, uh, kind of goofy. Read the headline. Woman's tongue gets inseminated by squid after eating undercooked seafood. You know, I've heard about this happening to people before. Like, they got eggs, like, laid in their mouth. And up to this point, you always thought it was an urban legend. Yeah, and because the truth is... This is a real website. I I, ate um, calamod tonight, and so I love... What'd you call it? it, The the way Guineas call it, fried calamod. Galamod. Galamod. What did I say? Calamod. Like, you you didn't commit to it. Yeah, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Um, it, it, the only, it's like the same thing, mozzarella. You only say mozzarella if you're getting mozzarella Mutz. sticks. Yeah, I yeah. just say mozz. Yeah, I mean, you could say mozz sticks, but uh, the only time I say mozzarella is if it's mozzarella sticks. I always yell at the landlord for how she says regot. Um, ricotta. 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 Yeah, it's like if you grow up with Guinea family, that's what happens. Bunch of dirty wops. Um, yeah, so getting your mouth inseminated. Now, what do you have to do to stop the process i guess is what you would say you don't okay so apparently this is what happens okay and i'm looking for photos <laughs> and i can't find photos oh, i'm not sure if i want to see them but apparently she just bought a squid threw it in a pot of boiling water for they said seconds and pulled it out and shoved okay, it in her mouth. okay then i don't i she deserved to have the squid birth from her mouth yeah and she opened her mouth and there were little bugs on her tongue well, apparently, the way the uh, squid uh, disperses its um, sperm is it has little sperm sacs which wiggle. So she That's literally, literally making me. That's fucking gross. That was in your galamad tonight. It was check your tongue. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking gnarly. I don't got. I've never seen. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Did you drink the uh, the shake? I'd rather that's fucking. We do this. A, we, you you do this a lot, actually, but yeah, not but from discre- not from discreet. Dude, that's fucking gross. So I'm crying. She had twelve of them, and when they removed them, the doctor removed them. They wiggled on the table. That's like I'm trying to. There's a, a movie. Um, it reminds me of Prometheus almost. Oh, right. You saw yeah. Prometheus. Did you like Prometheus? It was okay. I like some of the lore. Michael Fassbender was. I great. need to. You know what I need to do? I need to watch all of the Alien movies. In do like, you though? No, no, no. But like, I want to see if like there's stuff I missed or whatever. I just watched it kind of out of the blue, and I, it was. It, I didn't like it as a movie. Maybe as part of something bigger, I'd like it visually, more. Visually, it, it's an incredibly well-made movie. 
Um, and that's the like sense of says, isolation was good, but it never it didn't take the best, that next. The step. best part of the movie was Michael Fassbender as the, oh, the yeah. android. So if you're looking for that connection to it, watch Alien Covenant, the official sequel, more of a true prequel to the Alien movies. I actually liked Alien Covenant a lot, um, it, much more than Prometheus. Did you like it more than Alien vs Predator? I don't hate Alien vs Predator. It's, I really do. Okay, I don't like it, but it. It was it was handcuffed by being PG thirteen for one and trying too hard to tie into fan bases of both franchises. <laughs> it was better. I, did you see Alien vs Predator Requiem? No. Okay, you really want you will think. <laughs> what are you laughing at? We were talking about a lady who got sperm in her mouth. Now we're breaking down Alien. How did okay, we get here? Because this is what we do on you watch. I listen. It's just nonsensical bullshit. It's just- See, we're bringing it back to movies. <laughs> it's literally... I, she went got to Google, I went to Google Alien vs. Predator, and there's the headlight still up about the squid jizz mouth. The squid jizz... Oh, dude, that's so gross, Ugh. though. I was looking for a like, photo. I couldn't. I, I, there's certain things that do gross me out, and I don't like smells and the idea of like bugs getting in my mouth. A, a great story about my, my lovely mother. Um, so, you know me. I am I sleep eat. Um, just the other day, the landlord found a granola bar underneath our, my pillow. So this is what happens to me sometimes. I, I sleepwalk and then I eat things. And I, I'm assuming I got this from my mom. So, oh God, this is gross. She had a box of uh, jelly crimpets under her bed. It's like, it looks like a Twinkie, but it's got like jelly in it, like strawberry jelly or something. It's, it, I don't remember who yeah, makes it, uh, whatever. Yeah. I guess she, it, I don't know what happened, but she started chewing it and she felt like itching on her face. There were all <laughs> ants in it. And she's like, ah! But the same dumb woman, did the, uh, she she woke up in the middle of the night and she's like, starts chewing. She she slept a, a bunch of M&Ms and then fell asleep and she just had melted M&Ms in her mouth while she was sleeping. It's a good way to die, I guess. Huh. You, don't, you don't have any weird sleeping habits, do you? I uh, sleep paralysis. Oh, I love that. And I, 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 I should have given you the documentary about it. That sleep paralysis nightmare. Um, oh, wait. That actually brings me to a story. Remember a few when we had uh, Richie on? Yeah, I brought sure. the story about the ghost. Ghosts. <laughs> the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Your haunted couch. Okay. So, uh, mystery solved. <laughs> so, it's the other- It's sperm squid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Bobo staying at your house. <laughs> All right. That's what he is. He's a sperm squid. <laughs> and a ghost. So, I, I fell asleep on the couch with- um. <laughs> I'm just thinking Bobo standing over you, staring as you sleep. No, that's someone else. That's Gallucci. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so I fall asleep on the couch with um with a uh, local news on. I love local news. Like Channel 12 local news. Uh, I don't get child uh, Files One News. Oh, I fell asleep with Files One News on Files One News, and they have a local commercial about some like stoned hippie going to his refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> he sees termites or something. What? It was a termite commercial. Oh my god! I must have been half asleep. <laughs> you dreamt it. Watch the commercial. I thought it was real life. You thought the news. This man I had the the termites. It's like. <laughs> was there a? There was a movie about guy Joe's apartment. Nineties. <laughs> Remember that piece of shit? It was that, an MTV it was movie. The first MTV film. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They had, like, the singing bugs in uh, it. It's always concert. good when you could work in a reference to, uh, to anything that is so outside the box. Like, someone tweeted me to me today a gif from the movie Heavyweights, and I'm like, fantastic. Great movie. <laughs> Isn't that where all the goalies from? Um, uh, the guy that just Goldberg, got arrested? Goldberg, yeah. Goldberg. He's uh, from ben, ben Stiller's in it. There's all kinds of people you'll recognize. You'll be like, holy shit, he's in this? Um, 
by the way, I wrote down a headline and I don't remember the headline because it okay. just says high lobster. High lobster? Like stoned. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, all right, make up a story then. Okay, so. <laughs> he ate some squid. So, a lobster. <laughs> he undercooked some squid. Actually, in the animal kingdom, <laughs> squid sperm actually gets lobsters high. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. Lobsters are just blowing squids all the time. Come here, let me suck that squid dick. I need to get off. I need to get wet. What kind of <laughs> high do you think it gives them, though? Is it like a, a marijuana high or like a PCP high? So I hear what they do is they fall asleep on their uh, coral reefs. And then they... <laughs> Wait, they, lobsters go on coral reefs? Yeah. So, I don't. I think they're bottom dwellers. So coral's on the bottom. Not, not always. So what, it's just floating? Yeah. It's like a tree. <laughs> By the way, this is uh, you watch I oceanography. <laughs> Fucking so wait, wait, wait. They're not. They're not twelve feet in the air. They're just like little things. On the, they're like rocks. No, but they go up like trees well, and yeah, around. Yeah, things grow up. But Do you want like... to talk about how the coral reef, because of uh, climate change, is uh, dying? Oh, uh, let's uh, let's get um. <laughs> Fuck your lobster high. Wait, wait. Fucking I want to know. I need to find out the coral now. Coral. Okay, while you're looking it up, um, you talked about PlayStation a minute ago. You saw. No, you talked about PlayStation. I talked about PlayStation. Um, the PlayStation. Classic. I typed in Coral Heights, and there's a place called Coral <laughs> Heights. Let's check. I want to see what the real estate in Coral Heights is. No, I don't care about the real estate in Coral Heights. It's no in one Oakland, cares. Florida. <laughs> Let's see how much it goes for on Zillow. You watch, I get you a mortgage. Like, what the fuck? I know someone who gets a mortgage. Who? <laughs> and he'll also break down going for Mets. <laughs> no, he's uh, he goes for Tribe Holy right now. Holy shit, this apartment goes for $999,000. How much? Where is this place? It's in Coral Heights. It's in Oakland, that Florida. That doesn't help me. It's in Coral Heights. The oh, it's... Goes for in Oakland, Florida, that's where my grandmother lives. Does she live in Coral Heights? She lives close does to she, it. Does she get high off lobsters? Um, I don't know if my grandmother has ever gotten high. In all honesty, it would be very kind of weird. Like, but my uncle told me he smokes, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, and he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm calling someone. I want to see if he picks up. Is this gonna come through? Wait, can I see your... No, I, I already it. saw, it, but it makes me very happy. I don't know if someone's going to pick up. We're kind of just like riffing today, aren't we? This is like a shoot the ship, but yeah, it's actually it, a show. Which I don't mind. It's our 20th show. I think it's kind of what we got. It's our 20th episode. I think it's kind of what we got to do going forward is um, <laughs> get the burnt, reviews we, out of the way and the picks. We burned through all our guests. <laughs> no, we didn't burn through our guests. I just think it's it's kind of hard to coordinate as adults. Yeah. No, 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 some fun editing there. Do you have to give him uh, arcade things in uh, quarters? <laughs> uh, you couldn't hear his name because we started yelling anyway. Um, wait, 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 wait. We tried making a phone call. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so I had a couple things then. Um, the PlayStation Classic. Uh, that's. Yeah. I mean, they're really pumping all these out. Did they put out an N sixty four classic? No, or no? no, which is kind of disappointing. I have an N sixty four. I think I have all the games I want. What for games it. on a PlayStation Classic? Because there's gonna have twenty titles on it. What would you okay, be looking let's go. for? I didn't originally have the PlayStation. I only had the PlayStation two. So, um. Oh, so you never got to play some of the real classics then? No, I got. I played for PlayStation two. I played them years later. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it was backwards um, compatible. Okay. Um. Crush Bandicoot. You'd have to put Spyro. Spyro would be on there. I mean, they probably have more than one of each. I was okay. There'd so probably be th probably all three Crash Bandicoots would be on putting, there. Putting you really think three because you're talking about some like revolutionary games that were on PlayStation like Silent Hill, 
Resident Evil. Resident Evil would be on there. there. I have two that were like under the radar, and they're Final Fantasy VII would be on there probably. Um, I was thinking. Uh, I don't know if you ever got to play Dino Crisis. Was huge when it came out. I know the game never played and it. Another one that I think you would love that it was kind of under the radar was Parasite Eve. Parasite, Parasite Eve was fucking. Was it Parasite Eve for? Um, it was PlayStation. It was, PlayStation. it was PlayStation only. Oh, I think Par- I'm Perfect Dark. Parasite Eve. Yeah. Well, I was actually just going to compare it to Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark was in the shadow of Goldeneye, and Parasite Eve was in the shadow yeah, of Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. And Perfect Dark was a really good game, and Parasite Eve was a great game. They haven't announced the games on it yet. No, they haven't said any. Um, but it's going to be 20 titles. Um, I was trying to think of others, but it's been so long since I've played the original PlayStation that I. You know what? You know what they did have on PlayStation? Fucking Space Jam game. Space. Oh, I own it. <laughs> they had the space we bought, jam. I actually bought I bought a whole new PlayStation Classic unit and Space Jam for the <laughs> fiance's birthday party and we never played yeah, it. Yeah, right. dude, I used to play that game a lot. My brother would is come in. Is it good? We never actually hooked it up. It's fun for what it is. Like, I mean, it's it's exactly <sighs> what you expect it to be. Um Ew. so let's see. Um so yeah, did our special guest um, No, he didn't t- I got a, t- a tweet from Mike Francesa. Um, <laughs> not so from him, he just followed. He tweeted him. me. Um, oh, in, 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 so we've been talking about video games a lot and sad news um, Telltale announced that they're closing their doors today what's Telltale? Telltale games like the pick your uh, they made the Walking Dead game, the Batman game. They made some. It's kind of like a. I think the Arkham Asylum. No, no, it's not like Arkham Asylum. It's um kind of like a pick your own ending kind of game where every decision you make affects what is this the fucking goosebumps. Kind in, it's more like okay. So the way I would describe the Telltale games, um, they're like playing an interactive movie. It's not about the gameplay. It's about the story and the decisions you make that impact the story. All right, Characters me... will remember certain things. Like I played the the Batman Telltale game was incredible. Put a new spin on Batman. The Walking Dead Telltale Let was see incredible. If I any of these games. You probably wouldn't, but they made a Back to the Future one. They made um, Game of Thrones, a, a Game of Thrones, a Guardians Minecraft, of the Galaxy, Minecraft. Made, well, not Minecraft. They made a Minecraft Story Mode, whatever that is. Yeah, I think. Well, Telltale is all the same engine. Ooh, they made Poker Night too. You would probably really, really like some of the Telltale games because the stories in them are amazing. Tales of Monkey Island. Um, the big one is The Wolf Among Us. You would probably love Wolf Among Us. Sam and Max. I know Sam and Max. Yeah, they're um, the unfortunately the dog, they're going to be closing their doors. Um, Bone it, out of Boneville. <laughs> Yeah, dude, they have some weird shit out there. I know, but the right, big, right. the one that broke them through was the Walking Dead Telltale, which was as good a story I'd ever played in a game. The Great but again, Cow Race. It's like the nice thing about the Telltale game is you were able to just sit down, hold your controller, and you don't need to be sitting there trying like these wild button combinations. It's like press circle, press square. What do you want to say? Which way do you want to go? I miss those old point and click games for That's the That's kind of uh, what it is, PC. dude. You can find no, them. Do you remember the game? It was called Night of the Tentacle. Yes, I remember Night I of the Tentacle. I love that game. I've actually been trying to find that, if you and like, you can't. If you like Night of the Tentacle, I'm, you can find the, the Telltale games like really cheap sometimes or free. The Batman one, dude, was awesome. Like Going back and uh, watch it, you get to see the Joker before he's a Joker in that, too. Oh, wow. Um, Just like that movie. Well, that's going to be all. Aw- that looks re- like By it's going to be way. really good. What? I don't want to say it on air because it's kind of fucked up. Would you? When I saw the picture of Joaquin Phoenix, would you do you want to know how I got hair? these scars? <laughs> oh, that is terrible hair lip. Fucking Jimmy hates his hair lip. I know. I, know. He and I love Joaquin Phoenix, but that hair lip is a disaster. Um, and then, uh, so did you? Uh, the other thing, uh, did you hear the the Super Bowl halftime halftime show? Is it um, Maroon Five? Okay, you're in Atlanta. Like, don't you think you should take like a local? Well, they could do two chains up there. You know, that was Francesca's thing. Uh, you, you're going to have the people up there cursing, okay? you got to have a family act, Wait, okay, okay? okay. Here's the thing. Think of a family act from Atlanta. Uh, you know what would be good? Outcast. 
Outcast, Outcast would, be would have been the choice. Like Maroon Five, who gives a fuck about? Yeah, Maroon well, you five? know what they're going to do. They're so, going to bring out some. They, we don't we don't watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show, but it is such a, a thing that it is related to it since Michael Jackson broke it through. Um, the Prince what is, one is the Prince one. The Prince but, is hands down the but best. The one. Michael Jackson one is the one that kickstarted it being yeah, a spectacle. That was the first um, big one. It, that was the first one where people were like, "Holy shit!" None what of them are your, usually like good. ideal if you're going to pick like halftime show that would not just be a thing for you, but would appeal across multiple. Um, fan bases where it could be like I think actually I think for Atlanta Outcast I think Outcast would I, be the perfect I think that, middle that's ground. a really good out um, uh, it's a really really tough one to say because it's like the mixing the newer and the younger like when Bruno Mars I don't even like Bruno Mars but he did do he a did good halftime show bringing out the Chili Peppers was smart Chili Peppers on their own would be up um, there and if you're talking like classic rock I've I've I, I'm recently learning how much I really don't like Billy Joel I f- Billy Joel sucks. Like, I like Billy Joel. Okay, he's got some really good songs, but how? When are you going to come to terms with that, the fact that you like show tunes? Because that's all he does. Billy Joel is—he's very talented. Okay, I, I like, would never I, deny. Okay, it. I like so- show tunes. But I'm, I just, I'm not passionate <laughs> enough to debate this with you. Okay, I you're just, right. I just um—he I, I, would be a good halftime show because he's obviously universally loved for the most part. I'm the outlier, but um, I, I can't wait for all the straight men that like are super homophobic to realize that they've been listening to show tunes all these years. You know what? You're right. Dude, there's going to be this big awakening, <laughs> and like, who gives? Like, down the road. Listen, you get angry about stupid things. I get angry about stupid things, and you know you get angry you're about not even dumb angry. shit. <laughs> I know. I definitely am angry. Because someone was telling me how great Billy Joel is. I like is. Billy Joel. Yeah, whatever. It's like the would you listen to Bruce or Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi sucks. Bruce. Yeah, Bon Jovi sucks. I'll tell you this: Ellen John far superior to Billy Joel. Yeah, one thousand percent. Ellen John would be a great halftime show. Comes out with Eminem and they do stand like they did at the Grammys. I'd be Holy down. Holy shit! Like, be... Ellen John's music is and then so he brings, much better. He brings out Machine Gun Kelly and pushes him off the stage. I'm so. I, I don't even want to talk dude, about. It. Let's I, I just. It's, it's a throwaway line. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's talk about Bert and Ernie. I don't care, <laughs> dude. Already, the best is that people cared like about puppets. Like, <laughs> like Ugh. we've reached peak. Too much shit to care about. That that was an argument adults were having. Like, right. I, like when I see adults like mad about something I said on the View. Like, do you watch the View? Like, don't fucking watch it. They're a bunch of idiots. Like what do you what do you think they're going to talk about in the view that is for you if you're an adult male? I, I don't know. I, I uh, Bert and Ernie, okay, apparently they're gay, but they're not. You know what? They're puppets. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but the truth of the matter is, they when I saw two grown men that are supposed to be that puppets that are supposed to be grown men sharing a bed together or living together, what do you think? I don't think anything. I think they're, they're puppets. puppets. I've never once said, "Oh, are they gay?" Well, I, other I, than dude, being like a stand-up okay, comic, I'm going like, to throw muppets at you, and you're going to tell me their sexuality. Ready, set, go, Kermit, puppet. Uh, Miss Piggy. Pop it. Micah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pop it. Pop it. Micah does look like a Muppet. <laughs> Micah looks like a Muppet. In the pit with Taylor Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy she shit. She is for cocksuckers. <laughs> but no, really, give me some cookies. <laughs> okay. Today we're going to learn. We're going to learn about against me. <laughs> And relying. Okay, okay. <laughs> here's here's my reviews on the shows coming up. Stop okay. that. We're just bucking with you, Mike. But I, in love, the, in, I know in the pit is actually dude, by fantastic. Far, yo, he's the best guest. I want him on. Oh, I want him on uh, a regular honestly, spot. I would have him on every show if we could. He, I would too. He needs to be like the Glenn Humplick of you watch. I listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, just sit back and occasionally chime in and get ridiculed. Oh, we should God. do "Where's My Dinner, Bitch?" statues with Micah. <laughs> Where'd my dinner go, Micah? 
you know, <laughs> just so, him eating your chicken nuggets. No. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I got a text the other day oh, really? from um, one of the guys at the bachelor party. He goes, nice stories on the podcast. Was it who I think it was? <laughs> the spender. And you also realize he spent more than he thought. How? I don't know. He's the best. And the he never part, disappoints. The worst. This is actually where I feel bad for him and the other friend. Uh, the females they met ghosted them. Oh. And then I told him, I was like, just start sending her pictures of ghosts. And he started doing it. Just it was like a gif of a ghost Yo, with his arms He waving. let me use his um uh, t- uh Tinder. And <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a few where like I was working it, and I just did a left turn and ruined it before he could get anything going. Isn't that the best thing to do? That's oh. what I took Richie's and, one. But he didn't care. When I took Richie's, I was like, hey, listen, no matter what anyone says, I am not a murderer or a raper. <laughs> Stops answering. Yo, so... um. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a uh, kid blue? Uh, kid Boo? No. Kid Boo I have? is apparently a SoundCloud rapper. He sucks. I listen to him. All SoundCloud rappers suck. Yeah, but he really sucks. He sucks most. Um, apparently, him and uh, Triple Red. Who the fuck is Triple Red? Another SoundCloud rapper. Ugh. Revealed that they're actually clones who escaped from the cloning center. And are living the best life they can with the talents that All the right, government for gave them. episode 20 of You Watch, I like <laughs> He also says that Gucci Mane's a clone that went rogue. We, people have <laughs> access to- I'm going to be honest, I kind of like the guy just for being so fucking ridiculous. I, we've reached a, p- a point where there's too many platforms for too many people. You got SoundCloud, like us. Um, I didn't mean to click that. Um, it just- who, oh God, what do you mean you're clones? Well, what, you know, clones of what? Oh, wait, I found the lobster article. <laughs> Shut up. A restaurant in Maine. What did you Google getting... to find it? High lobster. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, a restaurant in Maine is blowing marijuana in the lobster's cage okay. before they boil them so they have a last hurrah and it's more humane because they're just chilling while they're being boiled a lobster alive. Can't get high. A lobster doesn't have a central nervous system. <laughs> it can't get high. They're just wasting weed. <laughs> they're just wasting weed. They're, are they smoking and blowing it into the cage? I don't, you know. I, I, that's why one of my favorite things are people like, oh, lobsters scream when they get... They're not no, screaming. It's steam coming it's out of... It's steam. They have, lobsters don't feel pain. Most seafood doesn't feel pain. So shut up with your veganism. He says, I feel bad that when lobsters come here, there is no exit strategy. <laughs> what is it? Iraq 2005? <laughs> All right, I don't have much of anything else. Did you see the Browns? Uh, the the, the guy called a, a possum during the game. There's a guy in the crowd, and you just see him. He's got a possum by the tail. That, that would only happen in Cleveland. I've been to that stadium. It's a dump. Well, what's Cleveland? A dump. <laughs> yeah, the, the state of Ohio. I went to, um, I went to Cleveland. Me and Ken went to Cleveland. Um, is Cleveland Rock? Uh, no. The Rock and Roll Museum's pretty cool. Oh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is great. So sure. we went there, and we went with this guy. Let's just call him um, Stanley. Yeah, Stanley. And we're driving there, and he just goes, I want to go to the house where the girls got raped. I remember you telling me that. Like, yeah, why do you want to go really there? He really wanted to go to the Ariel Castro house, which is really creepy, but we just happened to be passing it, so we said, yeah, let's go there. Yo. Did he jerk off? <laughs> oh, God. First of all, they knocked the house down, so we just stared at an empty field. So he jerked off in the empty field? <laughs> Or in the car. Why is he jerking off? Because he, he was turned on by it. Yo, he literally said his words... I want to go to the house where the girls got raped. <laughs> you should have said witch. <laughs> Bring him to your house. <laughs> God. 
Good one. Too far? Yes. Are you gonna have to edit that out? No, I'll keep okay. it. Uh, uh, now, just say that you're making a joke. Okay, so before we get to our hot takes, <laughs> Sorry, I'm making a joke. Um, before we get to our hot takes, <laughs> Ikea, Ikea bullied a potted plant while encouraging another, then shows school... I understand what they're trying to say, that they, they gave like positive reinforcement to the one plant. Because what they say, if like, you talk to did the you, plant, it's Did you ever it. expect those words in that particular order to well, ever be okay, printed? To be fair, they have bullied in quotes. <laughs> they bullied. What, mm. like, how would you bully a plant? You're like, bad at photosynthesis. <laughs> Your mitochondria suck. <laughs> Your soil's dry. <laughs> You're not getting proper nutrients. Your roots don't go deep. <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, you can't call it a whore. Like, what are you going to do? Don't they have both set of genitals so all plants by default are whores? They just keep banging themselves. They fuck themselves. Yeah, that's, that's say, uh, Get it? You watch, I listen, episode <laughs> Wait, so 12, 20, whatever. Our hot takes. All right. Um, do, do you want to go first or you you have one? I actually do have one. Okay, go for it. <laughs> this has been You take mine, I'll be so this mad. This has been a stupid ass show. It's been like the Tim and Eric of You Watch I Listen. I've I've been laughing pretty hard. This has been and a I fun almost, one, I almost but threw this up. This has too. been a dumb show. Yeah, for you sure. Know what this is when we decide to make a podcast, I expected every show to Not, fall. Well, I think now that I, I like the format of jumping into the reviews and then the picks, because yeah. then we could just riff without feeling we have to go back to anything. Um, so that means we are a new format. You know what we should do? We should do lightning reviews one week where we just go, didn't like it next. That's actually not a bad idea. We make a list. We, we take a hat and we put album names in it or albums and movies and then rip out. Bullet. Okay. I and like we rate it. out of five or something like that. Yeah, I like Three, it. five. Okay. Um, actually, I actually have That'd a- That'd be a good video to post too. What do you, what's your hot take? Be a good video to what? Just us pulling things out of a hat? No, but like a rapid review kind of thing. Okay, like okay. for content It'll purposes. Be, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 so, yeah, 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 In the pit, my Taylor Michael. Um, so today actually, I was listening to Francesa, and it's only kind of a sports take, but today's actually the anniversary. He's been great since the season started. He's been very enjoyable recently. Oh, he's been awesome. He's been fantastic. He seems very happy. He seems happy, but he's, you know, he's actually laughed at a few of the prank calls, which I don't like, though. I know, because I like asshole, I'm never wrong, Francesa. Did you watch the new Mike's On 1781 I sent you? Oh, that's a new one? I thought that was the old one. No, he did a brand new one. And he goes, Cornwallis wasn't Cornwallis. And I never said that the British were going to win. I was always about That video is one of the best parodies. He's brilliant. So go on with your hot take. So Francesa was talking. Today's actually the 18th anniversary of the 17th, rather, of the Mike Piazza home run. Yes. And for people that don't, just to clarify, it was the first game played in New York after September 11th. Mets against Braves. Uh, the Mets were down by two, two. and uh, two in the seventh or the eighth. And he inning. hit a three-run home, home run, run to go ahead. And um, everyone at that point was a Mets fan because yeah. it was just uh, an incredible. Even the Braves were like, "We can't be mad." So for people, and most of the people that listen are probably in this area, but we do have listeners from all Alaska. Over. We have and I, by the way, that's Bill. You know that, right? No, we have like multiple in Alaska. Like oh. I'm, so, we actually have listeners in 37 of 50 states. Oh, what states Crazy. are fucking up? I know uh, Montana actually, which is weird because I was just there. I, I didn't network well, well. I didn't network when I was no, there. No, no. Didn't you when, go get uh, pulled over or something? What happened to you? Didn't you get? No, that was at the Rob Zombie Marilyn Manson concert. Oh, yeah, all your stories. Go on about uh, the home run. So, people outside this area 
Of course, nine eleven, huge story. Everyone They're knows big fans the of both, it. the biggest event in our lifetime. You would say you would have to. The Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, so um, probably a strong number two. Shrek two. Shrek two. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Shrek. So, um, just compared Shrek two to nine eleven. Go on. And I think for a lot of people, which I'm not really aware, wasn't aware of that, a lot of people, 9-11, while it gets press and stuff, it's not the way it is here. Where no. People, it's just a day. It was it's our backyard. Like, it was our backyard. It was our backyard. And I see the smoke from Skyline Drive, which is five minutes away. People here take it more personally than yeah, other places. Sure, Obviously. Sure. You know, it's all friends a, or family and, you know. There was, the day, on 9-11, there was a, obviously a fear across the country, but living within... 30 to 40 minutes of the city, it was real, like, you were, you were worried about people you knew, you were worried about people you, you didn't loved. Have, you didn't have, internet wasn't the way it is now, people uh, didn't know what's going on. Cell phone towers went down, we so if you had a cell phone, you couldn't get in touch. You know, we didn't even know who did it, it could have been domestic for all yeah, we know. Well, it was I just, got picked up from school, and I remember, I remember my mom picked me up, and she's, the first words I heard out of her mouth, I remember so vividly, was, your aunt was attacked, and I'm like, why are you picking me up? <laughs> like, what does that have to do? And then I heard America's under attack, and I didn't know what to be thinking, I was, we were in seventh grade, so I was like, are bombs going to be dropping? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I remember that night they um a fire broke out in the oil fields in um Iraq or Kuwait, one of those. Okay. And people thought that America was like already retaliating. Yeah, and it just happened to be some dumbass threw a cigarette like in the oil <laughs> or something. But the Mike Piazza home run, and I'm not a Mets fan despite my uh, black Mets hat that I wear. <laughs> Shut up. Um but it's one of those moments that it transcended sports and it's one of those things where the game itself really didn't mean anything, and in the moment it meant nothing. Yeah, of course. Where a team that really never had an iconic moment. That's by far. It's like that and Sid Fernandez throwing the glove up in the air. Yeah, like it's, it's one of those things where Mike Piazza in that moment was the most important person in that city. He, brought, he might have been the most important person in... Yeah, uh, that isn't a government official. Yeah. It might have been the most important person in America because it just it. And you said transcend sports. I don't know if that's the right word, but it showed the unifying power. Yeah, of that's sports. a better way to put it. Where sports finally became a relief again. It became what it what it's supposed. It made to be us there. feel like life is going to go on. And that the, there was nothing to fear for that moment. I kind of because I'm not a Mets fan. It's one of those things that I only think about it once a year, really. Or if you know, I'm watching something about Piazza, but. You know, like, I was listening to the call he played on. Oh, Francesca, my God. What, a, and great, what a great call from at, Howie Rose. Definitely his top call. Ever. Yeah, and he's an incredible right. play-by-play guy. And but. I'm sitting there at my desk at work, like, tearing up because it just Gay. brought back all those uh, all those memories. <laughs> so, it, it just... Yeah. Um, it's I, just one I, of those things. I don't know if you were watching that game live when it happened, but I, I, I was... Honestly, I don't um, even remember... There were two amazing moments in New York sports after that happened. Obviously, the Piazza home run and then George W. Bush throwing out the opening pitch and a fucking strike right down the middle, George W. The most and, iconic uh, the most iconic um, World Series ever. Yeah, yeah, just, fair. It just... It um, was... That actually is the moment in my life. There's a few times in your life where everything changes, be it, you know... Uh, a major death in your family or, um, you know... A car accident, car, like where... A, a car, you, get, you feel weird after driving. Um, Shrek 2. Shrek all 2. These and I feel like that moment... <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, like Shrek the third. Um, <laughs> almost like the Kennedy assassination. Are you saying the Kennedy assassination is like Shrek the third? <laughs> What's the, your hot take? 
Um, That's okay. Hot take. Uh, my hot take. Um, this is actually. I really tried to actually have a point in moment. <laughs> no, for no. One. Um, I, I would like to. No, I. You make a great point, and um, there, there's certain things that you remember in your lifetime. Um, I remember one of my first memories of like a historical thing was the Oklahoma City bombing, Columbine being in. We were in like sixth grade, I think, fifth or sixth fifth, grade. We were in fifth grade. Um, the 9/11. Uh, there, there's a certain things, but the the show the there's a couple of things that can truly be unifying. Um, and I saw a great quote from Dave Grohl about it the other day, and he said, when you get a group of 30,000 strangers in a building and they know all know the words to one rock song, no one cares about your political beliefs, no one cares about your thoughts on anything, and that's unifying power in music. And sports can have that beautiful unifying power in those moments. And some, like when like after- Shrek the Third. Here, here's another recent example. Jose Fernandez, after his passing, when uh, D. Gordon hit the home run, he hadn't hit a home run all year. Um, that I, I, that was against my team, and I was happy for the the Marlins. That's that was one of the coolest. I actually, I think I saw that one live. Yeah, I was watching it live. They, yeah, oh, I remember I, I teared up watching the pregame ceremony because baseball. I feel like a like when I was a little kid, pro wrestlers were superheroes. To me, baseball players almost are like real life superheroes. I think what they do is amazing, especially when they're as great as Jose Fernandez was. So um, you make a yeah, that's a really good. I mean, I don't know if it's so much a hot take, but it's along those lines about Piazza. Just yeah. the, the power of sports sometimes. Here, here's and, a take: nine eleven was bad. Yeah, but that home run was cool. Oh, they're going to say 9-11 wasn't as good as Shrek 2. <laughs> I would say yes, you are correct. Shrek 2 it is was far better. better than 9-11. <laughs> Most things are better than 9-11. Name something it isn't. Uh, the Kennedy assassination? <laughs> I think 9-11 is worse. 9-11 is worse. I, I don't think anything's worse than 9-11. Champagne. You're fucking ass. Was Muhammad Hatta drinking French champagne? <laughs> he won't watch a trick. God, inflate you movie. are. Like, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I can't even edit it. There's gonna be nothing left of the show. <laughs> All right. Um. So my hot take. Uh, this is something that just came from the news headlines today. Dan Perosi. Um, uh, also sports in related. The pit uh, in Dan. the pit with Dan Micah. <laughs> uh, Dan. Um, so we do, Danica we don't, Patrick. Danica Patrick. That's not even a play on words. That's her name. You asshole. Biodome. <laughs> Great movie. Um, so we saw last night the NFL debut of Baker Mayfield. Did you see what Hugh Jackson said about it today? Oh my God, I'll watch the film. Fuck you. I need to watch the film. And I've long, and you as well, have been a long defender of Tyrod Taylor. But to see the difference in the way the team performed from Tyrod Taylor to Baker Mayfield. Dude, you have you are Baker Mayfield had one of that's a whatever happens to his career unless his career goes Johnny Manziel, it's one of the most memorable he debuts. Only needs I've one seen more him. win to tie Johnny Manziel's wins at the Browns. Um, but Hugh Jackson thinking at, at a record of one thirty three and one over the last two and a half seasons, he has to look. No, at no, the no. Fil- let's actually just do over the last three seasons. He's got two wins. Yeah, okay, okay he makes it work. Completely fair. It, the fact that it's it's got to be a thought to him. That who he's going to start when instantly he got on the field and they got points and that he has to look at the film like what I understand that you want to be a player's coach but you need to back up who your fucking starter is for the next ten years if you want to be there the next ten well, years. Well, okay, the only thing I can think of, and I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. This is just yeah. counter argument for the sake of you know counter argument, is that he wants to have the discussion with Tyrod first. That's okay. the only thing I can think of. Do it like man to man. I can only you know, I, I this is the only thing I can think of. 
I I, I would come I out get, and say I that. Guess. I would say that if I was him. I, I would mean, say, listen, I, I got to talk to both of them. I guess I get that, but it, Hugh Jackson's another guy I've defended for a long time because I didn't think he was as He bad. is not a good No, he, he, but what's weird you. is he coached decently in Oakland and they dumped him, and then he, he just doesn't know. I think he's too comfortable uh, being buddy-buddy with the coach because you can see it in the sloppiness of his teams as well. They're uh, so undisciplined. I'll say this. Once I started watching Hard Knocks, like within two episodes, I said this guy's... How about that fucking Browns defense, though? That is a that, fucking Miles defense. Gaff. What if, about Denzel Ward? Dor- By the way, did any when they took Denzel Ward, everyone thought what a waste of a pick because everyone assumed he was going to be an Chubb. Instant impact player. Everyone thought it was going to be Chubb yeah. or at the worst the um the guard. Yeah. All right. So why don't we wrap up? I want to give a shout out again to our buddies at Lobo Sound to go check them out at lobosound.com and check out the Bobo Show EP. Uh, shout out to hashtag Shots for Lake Podcast with Fudge and Finn. Uh, we will be on with them soon, hopefully. Uh, my thought on that is if we did uh, October 5th and we were getting drunk, Ralph, uh, ride with me here. The next day is the McGregor um, kebab fight. And I figured what we should do is get drunk there. You and the uh, fiance crash here. Next day we record our show and then we hang out and watch the fight. I, I assume we're recording there, right? Yeah, we're going to yeah, record their show there, and then we could do ours here the okay. next day. So that's my tentative plan. I just have to confirm with the landlord yeah, if everything works, works out there. Um, so, again, go check those guys out. This was episode 20. I had a lot of fun on this, this one, was, This was this was, a lot this of fun. was off the rails. Um, so, again, for you watch, I listen. Go check those guys out. Also, check out the Dare Daniel podcast. I'm Ralph. Uh, and a shout-out to Bob Hegan on Twitter. I'm Ralph. Um, and I'm, I'm Ralph. I'm Dan, and uh, you're in the pit. Bye.